Everyone likes music. Yes, they really do. Oh, everyone likes music. I do. Do you? We'll search the whole world over, travel near and far. Cause everyone likes music. Yes, they really do. But bump bump. Hey! Everyone does like music. And I don't think I have to use a qualifier and say almost everyone. If there is someone listening today who doesn't like music, let me know later and I'll stand corrected. And remember, I'm not just talking about my singing, I'm, which is hardly music at all. I'm talking about any kind of music. Because everyone has some kind of music that they love. Personally, I like a lot of different kinds of music. That's part of what makes music so wonderful. It has such great variety. Whether you are 80 or more, or in your 60s or 70s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, you probably have special music that is popular to your generation that you really enjoy. From the Roaring Twenties and the big bands to rock and roll, jazz, folk, country, and rap, and hip-hop, and much, much more, there's a huge variety of music that has been developed just in the last hundred years or so. And then you throw in classical music, which I love, and so many other kinds of music from the past. It's just amazing. And as Michael's already mentioned, every Sunday here in church, we sing hymns. We have anthems. And those who have spent intentional time in rehearsal each week prior to Sunday. That's a blessing. And that's a focus for our worship. And I want to thank our choir for the amazing job they do week in and week out. Whereas I believe everyone likes some kind of music, I also know that not everyone likes to sing. Here's what Fred Allen said about the matter. The first Sunday I sang in the church choir, a hundred people changed religions. (laughs) It's true, not everyone can sing well. I also have heard people try to do karaoke. And with karaoke, you can either do it really well Or really bad. (laughs) And then there are some people who won't sing in public, but will sing in the shower. And I suspect there are some who simply don't sing at all, ever. And that's okay. Because whether you sing well, so-so, or not at all, you still can have a song of the Spirit. Now, just a quick side note, if you've ever thought about singing in the choir, let me encourage you to do it. Give it a try. I know that everyone up here would love to have you join them, and David Saturn would very much welcome your participation. Music and song can put us in touch with the deeper realities of life, with our different moods and meanings and even the Spirit of God within us. Music can have a healing affect on us. 
When we're discouraged, when we're down, when we're sad, or just plain tired, music can be a tremendous help. At the times when I have been the lowest, at the times when I have felt like I was in the deepest, darkest pit, music has played a restorative and renewing role in my life. Thank you, John. That spiritual touches our spirit much more deeply when it is sung than if I had just stood here and read the words. Music can have a hopeful note that gives a true lift to the spirit. I heard recently that as the slaves would sing at night, after the sun had gone down and their work was done, that when they looked into each other's eyes, they sang the blues. But when they looked heavenward, they sang the spirituals. There's an old saying, but I think it's worth prompting. Imitate the tea kettle. Even though it's up to its neck in hot water, it continues to sing. (laughs) Friends, no matter what kind of trouble you're in, No matter how difficult a situation seems to be, remember, there is always a song in the Spirit. In our passage from Isaiah, which Deborah read for us, we hear these words. You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away and you comforted me. Even if God is angry with you, forgiveness, forgiveness is the final word. And there is a song of the Spirit. For in verse 5 we read, sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Spirit.
spirit of gentleness blow through the wilderness, calling and free. Spirit, spirit of restlessness, stir me from placidness, wind, wind on the sea. Today we are continuing on in our sermon series, The Sacred Arts of Life, as we touch upon, as we experience this amazing gift of music and singing. Music can be the song of the Spirit, lifting us when we're down. Music can also strengthen our moral fiber. Music can strengthen our moral fiber which is precisely what Paul was addressing when he wrote to the people of Colossae. Here verses 12 and 13 again. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe, put on, clothe, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. Paul wrote such words because he knew the antithesis was true. People were acting out. Some were numb to the needs of others. And some were angry, unforgiving, and selfish. I know that this text is much more modern than we might care to admit. In today's world where people are treating each other so poorly, we too need to put on more in the way of compassion, kindness, patience, and forgiveness. We need to call each other to decency in how we treat each other. As Paul says, we are to be singing spiritual songs. Spirit, spirit of gentleness, blow through the wilderness, calling and free. Spirit, spirit of restlessness, stir me from placidness, wind, wind on the sea. And Paul goes on to say, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. This is just what we've celebrated at Christmas time. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. In Christmas, we realize how God has come among us and dwelt richly among us, bringing his presence and love into the world. Again, what is one of the most wonderful things we do at Christmas time? We sing. We sing. You moved on the waters. You called to the deep. Then you coaxed up the mountains from the valleys of sleep. 
You sang in the stable, you cried from a hill, then you whispered in silence when the whole world was still. And down in the city, you called once again when you blew through your people on the rush of the wind. Spirit, Spirit of gentleness, blow through the wilderness, calling and free. Spirit, Spirit of restlessness, stir us from placidness. Wind, wind on the sea. A song in your spirit is worth four in the hymnal. Some of you who have appreciated the contributions of people like Leonard Bernstein will also appreciate this thought of his as well. He wrote, The value of musical work does not lie in its physical structure, but in the affect it has on us. Humanity's progressive development of musical forms is a spiritual unfolding of the inner self. It is through God's Spirit that a song is born in us. And that song is sung. When that song is sung, God's birthing process can take place in us. And of course, what is born is love. And more love. And more love. Hear Paul in the 14th verse. Above all, above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. In perfect harmony. See how he used the language of music to make the analogy of truly being human. Harmony is a way of being together in human community. Paul pulls the rich tones of harmony together in verse 16 when he says, With gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. Gratitude and praise are the keynotes in the harmonic chords of the Song of the Spirit. Singing, as has already been mentioned, is a form of praying. For when the Spirit sings, what is going on inwardly is felt and expressed. Listen to how William Henry Channing put it from the 1800s. His words speak of a beautiful inner wealth. To live content with small means to seek beauty rather than luxury, and refinement rather than fashion, to be worthy, not respectable, wealthy, not rich, to study hard, think quietly, talk gently, act frankly, to listen to stars and birds, to babes and sages with open heart, to bear all cheerfully, do all bravely, await occasions, hurry, never. In a word, to let the spiritual, unbidden, and unconscious Grow up through the common. This 
is to be my symphony. When the song of the Spirit is singing God's praises, then the whole notion of selfishness disappears. Think about that. When you get caught up in worship and you're singing praises to God, we're not thinking so much about ourselves, but of the greatness and glory of God. As our text says, sing praises to the Lord for God has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. Sing aloud and sing for joy, O royal Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. We each have a different song. The song and notes of others around us will influence us and add to the rich harmony of life. But their part is not ours. Each of us has our own unique part in the song of the Spirit. You call from tomorrow, you break ancient dreams from the bondage of sorrow. The captive dream dreams our women see visions. Our men clear their eyes with bold new decisions. Your people arise. Spirit, spirit of gentleness, blow through the wilderness calling and free. Spirit, Spirit of restlessness, stir me from placidness, wind, wind on the sea. Music is such a wonderful gift. No matter where we've been or where we're going, God stands ready to help and accept us. That love of God beyond measure, undeserving, understanding, is the song of the Spirit. Paul bids us to take that song on as our own. With gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything, all of us, together in perfect harmony. So whether or not you can sing, we all have a song in our spirit. For heights and depths no words can reach, God gave us music, the soul's own speech. Thanks be to God this day and to our Lord Jesus Christ for the incredible gift and lift of the song of the Spirit. Amen.